Welcome to another Brave Conversation. Just real girls talking real life. I hope you're encouraged as you listen in and join the conversation. Today's recording is a general conversation. We understand that the challenges of mental health are diverse and unique to each person. If you are struggling with depression, anxiety, or other mental health concerns, please seek medical advice. There are helpful contacts listed in the description of this podcast. If you are in an emergency or at immediate risk of harm to yourself or others, please contact emergency services on triple zero. I want to talk about renewing our mind because I felt as Greg was talking that that's what it reminded me of in the scriptures. Um, in Romans 12 verse 2, it says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And I love that scripture. But what I'd like to do today is take that scripture and say, what does that look like in my everyday? What are the, what are the practical um, things that I can do that will renew my mind every day? Mel, what do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. Before um, we were talking about um, the uh, overwhelm of voices in our mind and that, that constant chatter, I think it's important to realise that we live in a world of constant chatter yeah. and there's stuff coming at us now more than ever. Mm. There are messages coming at us 24-7 from our pocket, from the television, mm. computers, radio, all around us. Um, so really um, for me what this speaks of is what voices are we allowing to land? So it's not just what thoughts we're allowing to land, but what, what are we allowing in? Are we guarding our hearts? Are we guarding our minds? Um, so that would be the component of not conforming to the pattern of the world, of just consuming everything that comes at you. It would be very much being disciplined to identify what's coming in, let it land or not, turn it off, get rid of it, mm. and replacing it with something so that good. is life-giving. Mm. So, so if good. I think about renewal, I think about um, building um, strength and giving life. Um, and, and uh, you know, as Christians, we believe that our God partners with us to rebuild our lives, mm. to, to build us um, and give us life and give us strength. So renewing our minds is very much being disciplined about what's coming into our minds. And, uh, you know, what you focus on is what you will get to the exclusion mm. of all else. So we need to make sure that we are bringing in things that are that are good, that are noble, that are trustworthy, that, yeah. that are mm. that are um, loving. Mm. Um, you know those those good things um, to renew our minds. For me, um, it's very much looked like uh, renewing my mind has been with the Word of God. Mm. Um, that has been uh, a non-negotiable in my Christian walk, and you know I do believe that the Word of God is living and active. It is something that gets right into our hearts and it cuts us deep and it opens us up and it allows God to speak into us to bring about that life. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's good. It's mm. really good. Yeah. yeah. I think um, you protect what you value. 
And, you know, the Bible says, as a man thinks, so shall he be. Mm. And you, what you're really saying is you're putting some fences yeah. around your life and boundaries, yeah. saying, you know, there's some things we just don't get to watch because it also says that our eyes are the window to our soul. Yeah. So you have gates. And this week I had a little um, little something happened in my house that um, while I was here at church on Wednesday, I get a phone call and um, I, it's a pound saying, oh, I'm, I'm outside your house. Your dogs are on the road. I've got two big Great Danes. They're on the road and the gates are wide open. And I'm like, no, 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 I've shut those gates. Dave and I shut those gates this morning. And um, anyhow, so I had to rush home, shut the gates. One of my neighbours went and shut them for me. But as I drove in, I just felt God say to me, you know, Claire, you value these dogs. You value them. So you make sure that that gate is always shut. And the fact that something and someone came and opened my gate to let my dogs out made me angry. Yeah. Like, no, this is not okay. Mm. And I think if we look at of our minds in the same way, if we value wholeness in the way we think mm. and the way we live and that holiness before God, then we're going to put some fences and some boundaries around some things that, you know, when the enemy comes to try and open those gates mm. and take something from us because he comes to kill, steal and destroy, we recognise it's actually not just us. It's actually we have an adversary out there, an accuser mm. who will accuse Accuse us of things, and we've got to shut those gates and say no. We've got to shut those gates to the things we watch, the things we read, the people, the community around us. We've got to pick our friends. They say, you know, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Uh, We need to be discerning on on that, and I think that all affects how we learn to have kingdom minds, how we learn to hear what God says about us, and it's just you know that being very specific about our environment. Yeah. That stewardship, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Pastor Anne? Yeah, I, I was just thinking there's a lady that I had the great privilege of sitting in some of her meetings some years ago. She's in heaven today, but her name was Dr. Lois Burkett, great theologian, mighty woman of God. And she would teach at such deep levels that you couldn't write fast enough and neither could your mind take in everything. That <laughs> and later on, I asked the, the person that was hosting it, I said, could you now interpret about <laughs> half of what she just taught? Because I think she lost me back at morning tea, you know. But she, was, she just had such a deep knowledge of the Word of God. And it's because she had made that her lifetime call you know the call of God was on her but her life looked like that every single day and one of the things that she taught that has remained with me has been two words and the two words are daily dealing she said you create habits of doing daily dealing and you do that daily dealing not with everything else and not with everybody else, but with you. And so there are two words that have lodged in my memory probably now for a few decades. And so my daily dealing for me, uh, my personal disciplines, I have to move beyond being a reader of the word because it's the face in the mirror story. You forget what you read. You, you, you'll be five minutes down the track. You, you know, a phone call's yeah. come. You had to be somewhere. So the demands of life are around you. Yeah. The unexpected happen, and you have no, no thought whatsoever of what yeah. you've just read. Yeah. So for me, I will read, 
but then I have to put my own personal application to that. Mm. And many times that will mean daily dealing. Mm. I've got to readjust the way I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to get another perspective on yes. that. Yeah. Very good. And then what I will do once I've read, because I'll, I'll be sitting in a chair reading, then I have to get up and move. Yeah. And so I will start to walk the floor quite often with the Bible open in front of me and I will start to speak and declare and decree the Word of God because if I don't put application to what I've just read, it will be forgotten inside a few minutes. So I have to put personal application and they are my disciplines. I love that. They are my disciplines. I love that Mm. because what you're doing is you're bringing the Word of God into your circumstance. Mm. Yes. Into real life. What does that look like? Yes. You know, like this morning I got up and I've never really done a podcast like this before. So I was like, oh dear, okay. (laughs) Straight away was, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, God. Your Word, you promised me that. So you start to speak out the promise Mm into your circumstance, yeah. which then flips the, the script in your mind yep. of what you were thinking because your mind naturally, I think Greg said, you have a default of this critical yep. way of thinking that we <laughs> yep. fall into. Yep. Immediately, no, I can't do that. Yep. Um, you know, and we've got to flip I that script. I'm the worst. Yeah, and we're, and I'm the worm of the dirt. <laughs> yeah, like who that. me? Yeah, all those things that sound really, you know, humble, mm. but actually it's false humility. Yeah. It's yeah. actually yeah. not healthy. Yeah. And mm. to take God's word and what he said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. You know, he's gone before me into my future to prepare the way. Yeah. What does that look like? That looks like this moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that because, you know, Greg was talking about that, the embodiment of yes. body and soul. I love it when you were speaking about your declaration, Claire, yeah. and how you apply it, Pastor yes. Anne, because yeah. you embody yeah. the word of God. That's right. And that. That's got power. Well, you embody truth. You embody truth. And so the battle zone is truth versus fact all the time, which is what you were speaking about before. We are faced with facts every moment of every single day. A job loss, Mm. a family member, you know, something going on with our own personal world. We are confronted with facts every day. The... The opportunity we have as believers is, will that have the final say? Yeah. yeah. Or will we go to the Word of God and find out what the truth of God's Word and future is for our lives, which again, to bring in Greg's illustration, comes back to the count backwards, yeah. 10, 9, 8, 7, yeah. and bring in the truth yeah. over that story. Mm. What is the truth of God's word over that? And then become active in truth. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you'll lay on the couch with a broken arm or a broken something <laughs> yes. yeah. and yes. say, I do not Feeling, want to move. Yeah. Feeling yeah. very sorry for yeah. yourself. <laughs> but I love yeah. how he actually said, lean into the light. Yeah. Mm. Lean into the light, you know, and, and we used to sing the song with, with the kids when we did our re no way. No. But it was, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and yeah. lean. Yeah. And we always just lean aside. Oh, the old action um, days. Which, which what you're doing when he said lean, it's actually, it just shifts your yeah. posture yes. a little bit. Shift mm. your focus, shift the words that are coming out yeah. of your mouth. Um, and it's, there's movement in that, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's powerful to do that. Mm. I think there's a decision in there too. I, I'm going to choose to believe this. Yes. Because mm. I can read scriptures about how I'm purposed and mm-hmm. made on purpose and I can still choose yes. to not believe it. That's right. And I think I'm listening to you ladies today and I'm like, really, there's a decision 
that I'm approaching the word as if I believe this is God's word over Mm. me. I believe this is truth and I'm speaking it out in order for a renewal Mm -hmm. to happen. But I have to, I have to believe that what God's saying over me is true. Well, I think the biggest battlefield and it's been written and spoken about a lot is the battlefield of the mind. Mm. And it is a real thing. It's not imaginary. It is real. And I think if you can get if you can get some health in that area, you're well on your way to becoming transformed mm, yeah. because it is the renewing of the mind, mm. the spirit of the mind. Mm. So that's why we need the Word of God. It can't just be positive thinking or mental assent or, uh, you know, those kinds of things. It has to be based in truth and revelation of what yes. God has yes. spoken. And then if He has spoken, then we line up with what He's spoken. Absolutely. And the other things in time will start to line up with truth. instead of fact yeah Mm. I think it's really important with that is that you know we read the word of God and like you were saying Pastor Anne was you read it but it's got to go further doesn't it and it's you know what goes in comes out Um, and you can't wait till the crisis you cannot wait till everything falls apart we need to be prepared Mm. now in the word memorizing the word getting it written upon a tablet of of our heart Because when these thoughts come in and you find as you get better at it, those thoughts of what God's word says comes quicker. But if you haven't put that time in to actually get the word in your heart, to search out what you need to know and what is truth in your life, when the crisis comes, it's not there. Mm. So you really need to put the time in to actually memorise some scriptures. This is why kids' church is so important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I did RE, best training I ever had, children's church, we memorised scripture, we memorised song, yeah. we, we just got the word of God in our life and it just comes up yeah. when you need it. And I'm so grateful for it. Even when we come to church, we're sitting in an atmosphere where the word of God starts to permeate everything that we are. And sometimes we might even um, devalue that sitting in church because we're just listening but we're actually soaking in the word of God and it goes into our subconscious and you know it's like um, Carolyn Leith talked about the two trees the toxic tree which is you know sitting in a toxic environment of toxic words and then the tree that's sitting in the environment where there's life and there's words spoken so when the words preach when you're sitting in that place and when you're reading the word it actually starts to soak in and the Holy Spirit brings it up when we're in crisis when something happens you know I I can't tell you how many times I've I've been on the gurney on before I've gone into surgery for knee operations and I've I've been lying there and there's moments in your life where you're just alone There's no one, as much as they love you, they cannot be in that place with Mm. you. And that's where you need God's word to come up. That's where you need the promises to rise. That's where you hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit say, don't be afraid, I'm with you. You know, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am with you. And then you start, what comes up is, is, is comfort and peace starts to flow because now you're reaching into another realm. You're reaching into something bigger than your circumstances. And it just puts so much value on what we do as a church community and what the church is. Is yeah. because we're training our minds again. Yeah. We're, we're coming into kingdom way of thinking. So powerful. Yeah. You know, they say um, a, a thought is like a path. You go down that path, it becomes a road. Mm-hmm. Keep going down that road, it becomes a highway. 
Mm. Now that becomes the easiest direction to flow. And so your mind starts thinking, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. Something happens, it's going to go there because now it's become a highway. Yeah, you're picking up momentum. Yeah. You get your word yeah. of God into you. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it happened to me this morning, I just had this panic moment. <laughs> <laughs> and straight away I can do all things yeah. through Christ who gives me strength. Yes. How powerful because we've now made a highway into what God's truth yeah. is yeah. and promise. Mm. Yeah. Pastor Anne, um, I'm just remembering how you say before you preach, yes. you're always, what's the well-abled minister oh, scripture? I'm an able minister of the covenant of God. Yeah, yeah. I talk to myself before <laughs> I get up and preach. I, I I used to do it every time because I was always terrified and people always thought I was so confident, but they didn't see what went on before you got there, you know. And so if I was in a situation where I felt this is beyond me and you know, when you're with a certain audience sometimes, because I have been put into situations that is a an audience that is mature and they've been on the road much longer than me and yet I've been given some amazing opportunities, amazing opportunities. And I do remember one occasion where I was invited to speak at a conference and, you know, there was a lot of... Um, ministers there that were very prominent people, very, very prominent people, and uh, they could step up to that pulpit and own it immediately, whereas I felt like I needed to get a hold of me before I even got to that place. So so one of the, yes, one of the things that I have said to myself over the years at different stages is I'm an able minister of the covenant of God, which really puts that ownership of what I do back on what God has equipped me to do. Because if it's up to me or if it's up to any one of us, we're never going to be enough and we move into that place of great pressure. But when you step into what the Lord has enabled you to do and it's under the direction of his spirit, then we're in partnership together. Yeah. i got a partner here and his name is Jesus. We're, I'm a co-laborer. Not we're just co-laborers and let's go together Absolutely. and minister to these people. Absolutely. And so My yeah. go-to is a blackout. Is it? Yeah, I, I always like to pray for a blackout because I figure no one gets hurt. But if there's no electricity, <laughs> I'm yes. released. Love that. Yes. I have looked at the exit si- sign a few times in some churches yeah. where there's been a door. If there was a fire, yeah. you know, thinking that would be a great doorway yeah. to walk through right now. But yeah. you realise I'm in a moment, God, here we go. And I always remind myself, God, we are in this together. Yep. I'm not alone in this. We are in this together. That really comes back to identity, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. That's who we are. Yes. Renewing our mind is who we are. Yeah. Really knowing that we are sons and daughters. Yes. And we have a, a father who loves us. And he, he's not going to leave us in this place of yeah. brokenness. You know, I can't help but think about the kintsugi pots where they're broken, they're smashed. And yet the gold, and I always see the gold as God's love, mm-hmm. just flowing in and making something more beautiful than what it ever was before. And it comes back to that that vase or that jug or whatever it is that's broken becomes better, mm-hmm. better than before. He trades yeah. old for new, mm-hmm. you know. He's, mm-hmm. he's making us into new creations. So mm-hmm. renewing your mind is we're, we're, we're being transformed. Yes. And yes. it's exciting if yes. we embrace that because it's showing our true identity. Yes. Let's talk about now what we might have heard practically with Greg that you've recognised in scripture. Um, We've spoken about the renewing of your mind. I'd love to just make reference to one thing that 
he said at the beginning um, where he said life will stretch you further than what you can handle. And he did say that's not what the Bible says and, and he was actually so beautiful. I'm so glad he said that because he made reference to something in Scripture he doesn't quite understand. Hmm. And I think that's really healthy to go, there's something about this that is still a mystery to me. Um, and I have just sort of read through those scriptures and um, found it in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Mm. And I thought that was a good thing to just make comment on because it's talking about temptation. Um, but always finishing with he'll, he will always provide a way out. He will always provide a way to walk it out. And Greg sort of rounded that comment by saying, one thing I do know to be true, that in order to grow and mature, mm. we have to go through things. Like yes. you don't grow and mature when the grass is green. You grow in the hard stuff. You grow yeah, yeah. in the stretch. You yeah. grow in the challenge. Yeah. So maybe sometimes we face things that are more than what we can handle right now because it's time to stretch and grow Mm. um, into a size of ourselves that we haven't yet stepped into. Um, It's that chrysalis, isn't it? It's like (laughs) the cocoon can't contain the butterfly because it was made for a smaller version Mm. um, of (laughs) itself. And so that was one thing I just wanted to Mm. bring another perspective around but I'm so thankful that he said, this is a mystery to me because even a well-educated psychologist is saying, you know what, there's things in Scripture and in God that are not yet revealed to us. They're a mystery and that's okay. Mm. That's a healthy thing. But what did you girls find in there that you went, you know what, that reminds me of that Scripture or I know that's a biblical Mm. principle because Mm. of this. What do you reckon? I think that scripture can be misinterpreted. Yeah. You know, and you can read it depending on what translation you're looking at that, well, is God just going to heap all this pressure and trouble on my life and you'll see when you're going to break. It doesn't say that at all. It it doesn't mean that. But I think we've got to be aware that there's not one temptation, no matter what that is, that Jesus has not already dealt with at the cross. So he is our way out. Yeah. You know, he is our way out because he was tempted with everything. The suffering level that he went through was was enormous. And so no matter what we face in life, Jesus is our way out and he's our way beyond. But you mentioned the word mystery and I'm glad you did because I I have come to that place of peace that some things are just a mystery and not everything is revealed in this lifetime and not everything will we have an understanding of in this time frame that we have on this earth. And those some of the mysteries, they remain a mystery until eternity. And so I think we got to, you know, if we're finding a landing place, let's find a landing place of peace Mm. that some of those mysteries just belong to God. Yeah. but you know, I, I I'm a I'm a bit of a results person. I do like results. <laughs> if I'm going for something, I want a result at the end. You know, I I see the end. I've got something in mind, and there's a result. And a lot of my prayer is driven in that way. 
And thankfully, there's been many things that have had a great result at the end, and there's other things that are still left hanging somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. I don't know where they, I don't even know whether they reach the throne of grace, do you know, but they're somewhere. Yeah. And I've had to find peace in what's yeah. still hanging. Yeah. Um, and those things belong to the Lord. Yeah. Mm. And the promise is He's with us. He's always yeah. with that's us. That's the promise. Yeah. It won't always work out the way we thought it would, yeah. but yeah. He never leaves us. No. And that's the promise. Not. Yeah. Mm. I think perspective is a really big thing in the middle of all that. Mm. You know, getting heaven's perspective and understanding that. Um, I, I think going back to the word again, and, you know, I heard a statement this week and I loved it. And it said, Questions draw us closer to God. Mm which is true because if you if you turn your questions where you go, I don't understand, but I'm going to come a little bit closer just yeah. to understand who you are. And if we would understand his nature, yeah. then we will maybe have a perspective or a filter of what we're seeing is happening a little bit different. So, And I, what I do in that is I would take, well, what's my statement of faith, no matter whether the waves are you know, huge or whether everything's falling around, about around me, what's my statement of faith? And I come back to, and it, it came out probably out of a, a place of a chrysalis, really, is that God is good. Yeah. Okay, so this is not the picture I had in my mind. And he talked about our pictures being smashed and our dreams. And, you know, he said 20s, 30s, 40s, you think it's all going to look a certain way. Mm. And it doesn't work that way. And you might be waiting for a baby, you might be waiting for a husband, you might have thought you were going to have everything you ever wanted. You might have had a a dream to be a career person and that never happened. What do you do with that when your picture gets smashed? Yeah. Um, and I think that is the most important thing then to go back to the nature of God. You've got to know and see him as a good, good father. Yes. Um, you know, darling Chexy, when she was going through breast cancer and she's been through it a few times, she sang that song, you're a good, good father, over and over and over again. And she's lying in bed and she's feeling sick. She's singing the song. Um, and I think that that perspective starts to change. Well, this is not what I want. This is not where I want to be. Yeah. This is not mm-hmm. my picture or my story that I saw myself in. But I have a good, good father who is the creator. He is the author and he is the finisher of my faith. And what he began, he will complete. Yeah. Yes. And so your perspective starts to change. You start to go higher. You start to see that he's going to work all things together for good. Something good's going to come out of this and something good's going to come for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think hope comes out of that. And there's that scripture that talks about, you know, endurance. I hate the scripture. Endurance <laughs> and perseverance. I never understood it. And then it says it produces character. Well, who wants character? <laughs> but then the last bit. <laughs> that's exactly right. And the yeah. last bit says, and then character produces hope. Yeah. And this is not um, an, a, a fantasy. You know, this is anchored into everything of who he is. Mm-hmm. And in any t- sort of pain or what are you going through, if you can anchor yourself into who he is, you're going to come out the other side yeah. better. You're going to be that butterfly. Yeah. You're going to learn how to fly and flap those wings. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It comes back to knowing God, knowing who he is. Because when you know who he is and your relationship with him is connected mm-hmm. when you're connected with your creator you can see yourself as he does yeah and that makes a difference because that negative voice that sometimes comes is not the voice from him no. so when you when you see him and then you can see yourself uh that that's the difference in your approach mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah endurance and perseverance um 
They are the things that bring You're about. You're a fitness that girl, aren't you? So she gets She's it. She's a personal trainer. Oh, so lean into yeah. the stretch. Wow. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Do you think it has a lot to do with destiny? Some of the things we go through, that capacity, that stretch we feel. Yeah, I think that um, it definitely does. When when you when you see him, when you see yourself, uh, and you come into alignment with what he sees your purpose is revealed mm-hmm. and then you can walk within that. So so there's training ground, hey? I think it is a training <laughs> ground. Yeah. When we come into agreement with him and that, that purpose is there and we, we, we come into that because he is first. And I think that's probably where I was going with that. When he is first, everything flows from it. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have difficult days um, because we exist on planet Earth and, you know, suffering exists on Earth. We can't deny it. We can't hide from it. Um, but there are promises at the end of it. Yeah. And, and Jesus said, there will, you know, you will have trouble in this world, mm, yeah. but I take heart. Mm. I have overcome mm. the world. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that as, as unpleasant as it is sometimes to go through things that really hurt, when we come through it, uh, you know, that there is that, that hope at the end of it. And I was just reflecting, I was listening to a podcast last year and I was having a bit of a rough time at the time I was listening to it. And I was just really trying to press into God and, you know, like build my faith and deepen my relationship. And I'm just listening to this sermon on this podcast and I'm just like feeling deeply unsatisfied. And i find myself preparing dinner and having a conversation with the podcast about, (laughs) well, this is great. I know this. I believe this. I understand this. I can teach this. But I actually had to walk through it. And we don't necessarily, we, we can't get to that character and that hope without having walked through it. We must experience it. Knowing about something is different to knowing something intimately yes. because you've been there you've wrestled with it mm. you've stretched you've grown yeah. and spoke about the gridiron in the dark mm. illustration mm. where the ball was thrown right back there and I'm the quarterback I've just got to run in the dark mm. and catch it at the other end yeah. but he said I'm catching something that was thrown mm. way yeah. back then and wow. I loved that because one thing I have heard from discouraged Christians is this is a fairy tale Mm. Like what you guys speak and believe wow. is imaginary. It, wow. It's it's a fairy tale. Um, and it probably feels like that right in the middle, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. where it's like I've come this far but I can't see the end. Yeah. Mm. And if I think about that gridiron illustration where mm. my job is just to keep running even though it's dark, mm-hmm. I just got to keep running yeah. because I've got to catch the ball at the end. Yeah. But it's a ball that was thrown way back then and I think mm. in this instant society we're not good at walking things out because everything has become so instant yes. and right at our fingertips and I even consider that with my own children like how am I going to teach you to work for something mm. when so much is readily available to you all the time we become accustomed to that and I think sometimes we expect that of God mm. We know he's able, so why aren't you just doing it right now? Mm. But there's so much beauty in that process because 
the process is, yes, where we are stretched and where we're strengthened, it's also where we learn to trust. Yeah. It's also where we learn yes. who he really is. Yes. Because when everything's going good, <laughs> mm. you know, it's not really when we rely on God mm. the most, mm. but it's in that that journey sometimes of of pain or discouragement or disappointment. I wanted to ask him about disappointment. I've mm. sort of got caught up in the moment and yes. forgot, but I, I wanted to talk about disappointment because I feel like that is such a drainer yes. um, of all things joy and yes. hope yes. is when we just get disappointed. Yes, I agree. It's like, God, where are you? Like yes. your mm. word says that I'm more than a conqueror. Your word says mm. that you'll have favour over me and, mm. and yet – I'm just disappointed mm. or in a season where it feels like it's happening a lot. Um, and I think that's where, again, we're speaking to that future. We're speaking to that mm. place that I'm going to walk into. Yeah. And he even spoke about prophecy. You know, we might have had things prophesied over us. And he said, you might have something prophesied over you that it doesn't even exist yet. And there's a journey to get there, but we get so disheartened in the now going, what is going on? And I think it's like if we can just not throw in the towel Mm. in that middle of the Jordan, (laughs) like just don't throw in the towel, keep walking, keep journeying, keep trusting, keep speaking. Mm. Um, If it's not beautiful, it's not done. That's it's right. not finished That's because right. he is a God that says he'll work everything together for good yeah. for those that love yeah. him. Yeah. And yes, there's going to be mysteries in him, but he's not a fairy tale. No. Mm. This is not a fairy tale. This, yeah. is, this is real. Yeah. With that disappointment, I think it's perfectly acceptable and very practical for us to take those disappointments to the Lord as well, yeah. take yeah. it to him and and um, talk to him about it. Lament if you need to. Like yeah. Lamentations is in the Bible for a reason yep. because suffering yeah. is a part of being on yep. the yep. earth. Yep. But Venting is scriptural. <laughs> it, it is. Like, it is. You know, it we, don't, is. we don't stay there, yeah. but, no, like, so you know, it, but it's so okay <laughs> because God knows. He does He know. knows those things. But know. by us speaking them out and going, God, I don't understand. I'm just so disappointed about this maybe not getting caught up in the why, but God, can you just show me your perspective mm. on this? Mm. I, I know who you are. I know I know uh, that you work all things for good. Can you give me some perspective? Can you open my eyes for your perspective? Can you open my ears so I can just tune into what's mm. happening here so that I can keep going? Yeah. yeah. And just allowing Holy Spirit just to, to teach you. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's really important. Not – Putting on a face for God. No. Because he knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you just need to re- read the Psalms mm. and look at David, yeah. King David, how yeah. often he lamented. <laughs> and then he spoke to his soul. He yeah. said, soul, listen up. I know who God is. <laughs> I wonder how David <laughs> feels about his journal. You know, like the private guy probably thought, this is just between me and God. Next minute, it's the whole oh, world's roadmap. Like, Forever and ever. <laughs> Thank you, David. Thanks for joining us. You can help keep the conversation going by subscribing and staying connected. Catch you next time for another Brave Conversation.